0: Hey everyone, this is Tiffany, and this is Leah, and And we're we're in in the Observation Bubble! Alright, so on today's episode, what we're going to talk about is the actual namesake for our podcast. Yes, it's well, the namesake of the podcast is from this uh, great Disney movie, which it's still kind of I'm like, so it doesn't real from that it's actually a Disney movie. But like, it is. It doesn't actually say anywhere on here, Disney. But at the end of the movie, like after the credits roll, it shows the Buena Vista distribution, which is Disney. Yeah. Well, what I read was that Disney was considered kiddie movies and stuff like that, and they were trying to keep this separate from that, and so they didn't really, like, put their name out there with it, I guess. So the movie we're talking about is called... Midnight Madness. When midnight Madness starts to get to you, Okay, yeah, that was there's a whole song. It's it, great. That was a treat. You're welcome. <laughs> is uh released in nineteen eighty, starring David Naughton, Deborah Klinger, and Michael J. Fox, his first feature film. Yes, he is incredibly young in this movie. Um, watched it with my parents the other night, and they were like, "Oh wow, he is young in this." Fun fact I read today: yes, that um, Michael J. Fox was because you can't not say his full name. Correct. Was hired because they were doing a lot of night shooting, and uh, they needed an actor over the age of eighteen, but who still looked fifteen. He was actually over the age of eighteen in this movie. That's what the, that's what this said. I. I can't verify that. Hold on. Wow. We're going to do some quick looky-loos here. Yeah, because he does. He looks incredibly, incredibly young. Let's see. Michael J. Fox, when were you born? He was born in 1961. And so this was, had to have been so filmed like in 19- 1979. 19. Yeah, so he was like 18 or 19 at the yeah, time. Yeah, so he would have been 18 wow. when they filmed it. Yeah. Wow, he's baby face Those for guys. sure. I mean, yeah. So, what else? Uh Okay, here's the plot. Leon planned the Great All Nighter by picking college students to participate in an all night long scavenger hunt. The five teams are given clues to solve, leading them to the next clue hidden throughout the city. I I love the idea of this. Yes, the idea of the whole thing and uh, of the scavenger hunt. Okay, another fun fact that this was actually called it was called the All Night Treasure Hunt. Because there was another movie that came out in 1979 called Scavenger Hunt, Mm -hmm. and then apparently somehow they settled on Midnight Madness, which I think. Okay, see, I thought that it was originally going to be The Great All Nighter. That's because that's what Leon. That's the name of the the game. game. Yeah, Yeah. but um, according to what I read today, it was the All Night Treasure Hunt, which doesn't quite have the same ring. Yeah, it does not have the same pizzazz as Midnight Madness or even. That would not have translated into a theme song nearly as well. No, no, not at all. I mean, you can't get that midnight madness. I that's mean, that's the one. Yeah, you can't do that with with whatever the fuck. Oh, night it treasure hunt is it's just stupid. I mean, it tries. I kind of <laughs> hate it. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I guess that's why they didn't call it that. Was because it wasn't going to be catchy. Right. I mean, midnight madness. You've got alliteration going for it. True, short, and you know, I love alliteration. Alliteration is bomb, <laughs> but it's just like short and quippy. Yep. So, I mean, good call on their parts. Yeah. Accurate, too. The Madness ensues. Way past midnight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why, the, why the, did I, I, I do not It truly <laughs> is. It truly is the great all-nighter. Yeah. Yes. And the idea of Leon's great all-nighter. It's so freaking cool to me. Like, I'm sure people, like, really do it, even today. You would have to configure things way different. Right. I mean, what this, the whole setup of this game actually reminds me of is around Halloween. Mm -hmm. You've got the... Oh, yeah. I can't remember what they're called. Ghost runs. There you go. I have literally been trying to think of that for, like, three days. (laughs) And I've not been successful. But, yes, ghost runs. I mean, it's essentially you start with one area. Or you start with one location, you got a clue, and then that clue will lead you to another location and another clue. Yes. Until eventually you come he, to the end. You win. Yeah. Um, so it makes me wonder, like, ghost runs, do get the idea from Midnight Madness? Seems possible. I mean, it's kind of a, maybe it's kind of an age-old thing, scavenger hunts, Yeah, but doing them throughout the city is pretty cool. And apparently people through the years have taken, uh, Kind of taken this idea and run with it and made their own kind of games, including the VP of Microsoft, um, who made something called The Game. Not to be confused with The Game, which you just mm-hmm. lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'll she's, punch. A, she's a slick one. <laughs> I do what I can. <laughs> okay. Whenever I rewatched this movie, I took notes because it had been a few years since I had watched it and I had only seen it once. I had taken notes and the very first note that I took was that Leon is a stud and he's not like a stud in like the conventional like bodybuilder, greased up juice head guy. Shout out to the Jersey Shore fans. Um... (laughs) but <laughs> but not in the, not in that sense but more or less of he, he he just he pulls chicks he pulls he pulls he pulls yeah i mean the the whole starting sequence of this movie is two girls wandering around their school on the roller skates handing out invitations to different leaders of different groups of people cliques. yeah different yeah. clicks um and those two chicks are apparently Leon's side pieces. Candy for, and sunshine. Honestly, quality pulls. Yeah, especially, I mean, he's. Yeah. He's, I would rate Leon like a. He's a solid. Solid. Six and, and a, a half. half. <laughs> Damn, I'm more generous than you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, conventionally speaking. Yes, like, conventionally speaking. I mean, he probably has a great personality. I no, mean, he super, comes up with a I mean, he's great game. smart and everything. Yeah. It's. Conventionally speaking, he does not he's not a Hollywood leading man kind of thing, mm-hmm. if you would. And, and but he's not he's not bad look anyway. Yeah. We're digressing. no but I mean he obviously has to have a great personality. They played it up that he was not yeah one of the beautiful people. Yeah, that he's not one of the beautiful people, but he's also well liked. Yeah. And the way the reason why I say this is because whenever he the candy and sunshine they hand out these invitations to different leaders of of different cliques they all meet up at where is it that they meet up at Leon's the hollywood apartment. hollywood apartments i think is what it's what they're called candy and sunshine hand out invitations to the leaders of different cliques who then later hollywood tower hollywood tower yes who meet up at the hollywood tower which is the apartments that leon lives in and Nobody actually knew where they were whenever they got there, but as soon as they saw him, they all went Leon. Yeah, no. Apparently, nobody knew that that it was that they were at Leon's place. Yeah, but they all knew Leon at least well enough. They to, were in like a semi-hoarded apartment and didn't know why they just all yeah got there and then sunshine opens the door and they're like hey uh, oh wait here's the hey those there's those other guys there those other people right i mean because even whenever they were handing out the invitations people would inquire as to who who what what yeah who but there's no dialogue while they're doing that we're just listening to the awesome theme song as they hold things out now until until they get to adam no true yes that's where they break the song and honestly i could have listened to the song through the whole movie and been happy. very true very true because adam inquires as to what is this for and they they say yes he would prefer to remain anonymous at this time just come to this strange location and not know who or what you're doing there which is very who you're meeting what you're doing (laughs) who or what you're doing you don't know who or what oh my mic's <laughs> took it, Rain it. in. Talk about midnight madness, eh? <laughs> ah. Okay. Anyway. It's funny that these were your first thoughts and your first notes, because my first thoughts and notes were who the fuck is Leon? And how does everybody know him? Like everybody just talks about Leon. Like everybody knows Leon. They talk about about Leon's great all-nighter and how we think you should do this game, because some of them are kind of, you know, unsure. And even somebody's dad says, you need to do that Leon's great all-nighter. Like, mm-hmm. like how, how do you know? Either all of them tell everyone in their lives everything, or it's out on Leon Leon's some kind of grapevine. Right. I mean, because even Adam, the chick who he works with, who he is totally crushing on the whole film, she comes up and she says... What is her name? I have no idea. I have forgotten her name. No idea. Mm-hmm. But she comes up to Adam and she's like, Adam... Because he's a, a freshman counselor. Yeah. So she comes in and she talks to Adam about how he should follow his own advice and how he should do Leon's great all-nighter. Yeah. You tell all these freshmen to get out there and literally the the line is, go for the gusto. <laughs> yes. You're telling everybody to do all this and you're still sitting here on your fucking ass, Adam. What the hell, man? <laughs> Only Disney speak. Yes. Much in nicer. such words. Yes. Yes. To your to your Disney crush, you know. <laughs> no one wanted to be part of the great all-nighter after Leon said, Hey, this is what we're going to do, and you're going to prove whose group is the best. Yeah. They, and, all, they all just started laughing, got up, and <laughs> walked out. Out of here. Leon, yeah. we love you because you're this weird goofball that everybody knows and loves, but mm-hmm. fuck off. We're out of here. We're not playing your game. Yes. And then somehow they all get, they all decide to do it. Because Leon had been watching them for months. Leon knew. He knew. Because he's He creepy. knew that they were going to initially react that way and then change their mind. Um, but the groups, I, I find the types of groups interesting. Because, you know, the jocks make sense. They're mm-hmm. It's their own group. And do only... Okay. Here. Let's break down. There are five groups in the Great right All-Nighter. Um, there's... The green team, which is the jocks. I'm calling, A.K.A. Meat Machine. I hate it. M-E-A-T-M-A-C-H-I-N-E. Meat Machine. Meat Machine. I hate it so much. Love it. Low-key love it. They <laughs> drive around in a green. They look like clowns. VW Bug. chugged into car. a VW Bug with these huge football dudes. Stereotypical huge football dudes who yes. honestly all look like they're 43. <laughs> and on the side of it, it says Meat Wagon. And I hate it. So much. But I also enjoy it because they are so bulky in there that they barely fit. And to read the notes while they're driving down the road, the driver <laughs> sticks his arm out the window to put it in front of the windshield so that he could see what the note reads. Distracted driving. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But, <laughs> but no, yeah, like, <laughs> that was, that was cinematically very effective and i enjoyed that as good humor um so anyway totally went off the subject there sorry um first team in the order of how they were handled their invitations even is how invitations (laughs) invitations here is how i did this the green team jocks um sports Mm -hmm. people football players there's five there's only five of them though yeah there's five Five. Representing all of the jocks, or is this their own? That's what I don't understand. Is they? Are they representing well, the everybody? offensive line? Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, because so when the, it, boy, we're talking about sports ball, <laughs> and Leah is lost <laughs> because, like, in the beginning of the movie, like they all huddle together and they're like, "We're the best offensive line." Yeah. Whoa. Sports ball. Sports ball. Yeah. Didn't catch it. Didn't <laughs> care. I got you, dog. <laughs> Meat machine. If I saw five big 43 year old dudes with the sweat the sleeves cut off their sweatshirts mm-hmm. but all matching sweatshirts yeah huddled together chanting about meat machines i'm fucking out of there okay i'm just out <laughs> m-e-a-t-m-a-c-h-i-n-e meat machine meat machine make it Stop. fucking hits dude it it's <laughs> anyway the next team is the white team and it's the geeks and the academics and it's four men and they are all the same person. Yes. If you have seen the movie Grease and -hmm. you know the nerdy guy that they all kind of tease and make fun of Eugene played by oh I have his name here Eddie Dezine. it is the same character as Eugene but it's in 1980 or 1979 instead of the 50s whenever Grease was set. So yeah you've, you've seen one type of 80s movie with a, a nerd. quote nerd in it. This is that guy. Yeah, like the stereotypical nerd. It has a voice like this. Yeah, yeah. and was his glasses taped? No, they were not taped. Okay. They were the thick black frames. Yeah, yeah, thick black frames, like kind of squarly. You know, the typical nerd glasses, but they were not taped. Right, but they're they're the, it's four of the same person. Basically. Yeah. I mean, the other characters on the white team, they don't even have names. They're literally called debater. One, two, and three. Yes. Because they're the debate team. (laughs) Yes. And in one scene, they're debating whether or not the football team has a place in the university. And it's like... Shut the fuck up, guys. You're, that's <laughs> it's like when you're, you're not going to win. And they get tomatoed for it. So it, it all works By the jocks. By the jocks. By the green team. team. Yes. By the offensive line. There you go. She's I've learning. learned something today. <laughs> It'll be gone by m- by morning, honestly. <laughs> okay, then we have the red team, which is the sorority girls, which is, they seem to be the least popular, sor- if there are other sororities. Yeah, but they're like a different type of sorority. Because they're not the typical airhead True. I, I wrote the down sorority slash feminists with a question That's mark. exactly what I put. Yes. I put feminism is represented pretty hard in this movie. To the point where one of the, one of the characters is named Burl. Who is B.A. Yeah. Like, she is tiny, she is ginger, and she is fierce. Like, like, and that's her whole thing. Yeah, I mean, because there was one point in the movie where they go to a disco. Mm-hmm you know they an actual disco yeah they yeah. actually roll up to a disco and a dude tries to holler at calls her or says hey little mama yeah and oh. she turns around and decks him mm-hmm. oh and just like where were we <laughs> yeah, she's on with her day she's ba so there's four of them oh and yes also peggy and lulu yes twins they are twins for this movie who have the most annoying laugh yes my mom as we were watching this movie together absolutely like every time that they laugh she would get mad because it uh, it genuinely annoyed her that bad that she would get mad should i try to recreate it yes (coughs) that is it (laughs) that is it (laughs) Oh my god! Um, I am. That was wonderful. That Thank was you. it. Yes, I try. Yes. Also, <laughs> Peggy and Lulu are uh, morbidly obese, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure whoever wrote this movie hates fat people. So yeah. And we will get into that. We'll because, dig into that yeah. more later. Yeah. Okay. So the blue team. Huh. This is what I wrote. I wrote rich kids slash slackers mm-hmm. slash assholes. Yes. Entitled brats. Uh, like, like bad kids. Yeah. Bad kids, that's what I'm going to say. There's four men and mm-hmm. one woman. Mm-hmm. And then we'll dive into more of that later. Uh, the yellow team is our last team. And what I have for them is do-gooders.
1: Yeah. Slash,
0: quote-unquote, good guys. Yeah. that I mean, they're like the, the typical protagonists. Yeah. Yeah. For any movie, like the one that you would go for. Yes. And these are our these are our main characters. Mm-hmm. The ones we're gonna follow closely because it is David Naughton and Deborah Klinger and Michael J. Fox eventually. Yeah. I mean they are the ones who are on the front of the Yes. <laughs> they're the ones on front of the movie thing. Yes. So their team consists of David Naughton, Adam, Deborah Klinger. Cannot remember
1: her Should character's
0: name. I've got it right here, I can pull it up. I want to call her Deborah, but like that's Laura. 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 She's Laura. Okay. Um, and so I'm sorry, Adam and Laura. And we start out with just four members. Michael J. Fox starts out with in just three later. You're right. Technically. No, no. no it they was start four. the game with four, but he starts out with planning just to have three mm-hmm. himself, Laura, and a man named Marvin. Mm-hmm. Who has the vehicle they need for yeah. the game? Poor Marvin got used, but I mean at the same, time, they were already friends. Marvin's pretty great though because he wears uh jean cutoffs the whole time and a white bucket hat, yes, with his yellow sweatshirt, and he's got a belly, and I just love it. Yeah, he he's he's a good character. They were already friends beforehand. Yeah, yeah. you know. So I mean, yeah, he was getting used for his vehicle, but he was. Beneficial to Adam's team, and he had a he had a conscience. He did. So, <laughs> one of the freshmen Adam was advising, and I had a problem with this when they did this. Um, yes, they're like we're on our way to our game, and he's like Adam. Oh my god, I got a date. His his name is literally Flinch, and he seemed yeah. genuinely excited about this date. He did, and like he's his name is his name is Flinch, yes. and he's very uh, self Mm self-conscious and um like his name was his personality is Mm -hmm. what it seemed like it's like it just showed that and his biggest problem was that he was a freshman in college and a virgin and adam's and even more than just a virgin though i mean he had never had a date yeah like that was the thing that he and adam spoke of yes and adam's like get out there and go for it Go, Go for the for gusto. <laughs> yeah. So he shows up and's like, "Yeah, I got a date. It's awesome." And they said, "Oh, do you do it for yourself?" No, my mom did it. Whatever. Um, and they opened the door, and this poor girl, whoever she was, mm-hmm. they decided to act like she was the ugliest thing alive. I mean, I, I mean, they made her skin kind of green. They did, and they put. She had braces, and she had curly hair, and frumpy glasses, and kind of an old fashioned frumpy dress. Right. And I just hate this kind of shit. Yes. Because. I'm sorry. C- coming no. from the person who was always the butt of the joke, I really hate shit like this. Yeah. And call me sensitive, call me snowflake, whatever. I don't fucking like it. <laughs> and I, I mean, I'm the to. same way. I mean. Yeah. But this this was one moment I just really didn't like no. for the whole movie. So that's our yellow team. And then we have the, the blue team because they seem to be our, our protagonist and our antagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, the blue team is led by one uh, young Mr. Harold. The worst character. I'm throwing it out there early. Yeah. I'm throwing my opinion out there early. Go for it. Throw it. The worst character. Caught it. Agree with it. Okay. Yeah. Um. He's just like awful in so many ways. He mistreats their maid. He, he seems stupid Ugh. and slovenly. And they make him dress that way, which is funny because when I watched it with my dad, he's like, I had that exact outfit. <laughs> and my dad is nothing like Harold. No. So, um, no. But there seems to be... But hold on, hold on a second. So going back to Harold, mm-hmm. okay. Whenever they first introduce his character is whenever they're in the opening credits, and he is acting a complete fool at the restaurant. Yeah, like a drive-in. Yeah, it's restaurant. like yeah, like a a drive-in pull-in restaurant, mm-hmm. and you know, like they clip the thing on the side of your car, like on the window, mm-hmm. and he just like completely flips it off cheese on his burger. and bitch i said no cheese so he completely like flips the table off of his window breaks full of fries yeah except for the handful of fries that he grabbed before he (laughs) sacrificed the rest me (laughs) and so like just he is stuck he's introduced as a terrible person total douchebag and then the rest of his team isn't much better no um interestingly enough my favorite character and i think yours Mine as, well, as well is, is also, on the blue team yeah. and his name he, he's evil sometimes with them but he's i don't know his name is barf and he's great <laughs> um so <laughs> the blue team is harold and his girlfriend who is also awful louise lucille lucille yes melio mm-hmm. who is a, awful a smart ass and yeah yeah. And Blade, who never speaks. <laughs> but he's he also ranks pretty high up there on my list of characters. Blade he's, does. He's kind of just innocuous. He's just because he's just there. He's just there. He's hanging out. And, and then like, he, has, like, couple, menacing, yeah. he has like a couple. Menacing, I guess. He has like one good scene. He has one good laugh that he gets. Yeah. And I mean, you make me laugh. You like you win me over. Yeah. Harold, he never made me laugh. He just made me want to punch his character. <laughs> like, <laughs> he just he just wanted him to fail. Yeah. Oh, he did make me laugh though, whenever yeah. he was getting berated by his father mm-hmm. and it like pans up from his feet up to his head. That was the and outfit my dad had. And he's making this face. Like, like velvet pants almost yeah. kinda. Yeah. And the um almost like a Paisley design kinda silky shirt misbuttoned. My dad's like mean <laughs> 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 Yeah. But like the face that he makes at that point because he's trying to be like I'm not so bad, Dad. Yeah, take me for who I am, not the piece of crap. Why can't you just look at me for what I am? am. Yeah, Um, yeah, that's the. But that got a chuckle out of me. Yeah, but he's still a terrible character. Super, the worst. But like somewhere in there, in the conversation, Harold's dad is the one that says, "I need you to do this." Well, then all of a sudden, Harold's dad brings up Adam from the yellow team and says, why can't you be more like Adam? Right. So it almost seems like there's this long running tension feud between Adam, between and Adam and Harold. That's never addressed again. It's never explained. And I mean, I guess I don't have to explain that, but I, I want that backstory because <laughs> like they're just, they're just a in bit college. Of so yeah, I want, I want, I want more info. So that's our teams. And then we go back to the Hollywood tower and we start our game. Mm. And, okay, I can't figure out if we're just supposed to accept this as coincidence, but, you know, Leon's been stalking these people and knows who and what they are. And each team has a vehicle that matches the the color color of their team. team. Yes. And that could be because... I mean the everybody probably already had a vehicle vehicle that was the color, but Harold was given his blue van by his father by his father, and how did Leon know that Adam would pick Marvin, Marvin. with his yellow, yellow jeep? jeep? That's not a jeep. it's actually a Toyota vehicle. I saw that <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> that was an ugly laugh um, <laughs> How did he know that Adam would pick Marvin to be on his yellow team <sighs> These are probably things we're not actually supposed to read into. Probably not. But I can't help it. I mean, but I mean, is it just supposed to be coincidental, though, that they all ended up with the same color vehicle as their team color? I don't know. It's one of the great Leon Why do mysteries. all the nerds have the same vehicle? Because they're all the same person. I mean, yes, but they dress exactly the same to the point where there's a scene where they're debating while all three unnamed debaters, one, two, and three, while Wesley, the main debater, Eugene from Greece, (laughs) is up and speaking. And all at the same time, they kind of nod and cross their legs at the same time. They do. They're the same person. So they get the game started. And of course, Harold, the slacker, has found a way to cheat. Mm -hmm. meanwhile lucille has also put him on a diet so he's sneaking like oreos (laughs) and marshmallows in his car which will wreck his entire night yes eventually he he manages to fuck that all kinds of up yes he does um like they go places like the observatory um, which the observatory total creepy moment especially for like a a disney type of movie Mm -hmm. you know but it was a, a pg disney movie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's still creepy no i know it's because you're at the observatory so you're looking up into space and the bodies in space yes and i was fully expecting a uranus joke that never happened no because we it got a two came. a venus is two uranus joke you're right uh, you know <laughs> but we got a, a venus and her her <laughs> stop <it. laughs> We got a Venus and her two moons joke from this kid, a literal kid. Yeah, he's like 11, 12, maybe. Yeah. And then we make a joke about bringing Flinch back to check out Venus and her two moons. It's like, this is not. Wait, no, it's. Uh, this mm. is not the thing, guys. It's, it, it still gives you like a little a little creepy vibe. Yeah. And that was from Adam. Adam, the good guy. Uh, see, flawed, flawed good guy for sure. Yes. Okay, this is way off topic, but interestingly, interesting little factoid: David Naughton, Michael J. Fox, playing brothers in this movie. Yes, both have played werewolves in other movies. Have they? Michael J. Fox, Teen Wolf. David yeah. Naughton, American Werewolf in London. Just a fun little fact, you know. It's in their blood. Probably, yeah. It's like No, they're definitely related. Blood. Moon blood. Ooh, lycan blood. <laughs> liking that (laughs) honestly moonblood sounds like a period thing so they both they both come once a month you know (laughs) i hated everything there (laughs) um so they go some different places kind of key places around the city and like we don't want to give too much away we want you to watch the movie find it i i found it on youtube for Mm -hmm. like 3.99 it's on amazon prime Yes, you can find it somewhere. And yeah, it's should. definitely out there and it's available. I think on Amazon Prime it was two ninety nine or three ninety nine. 99 yeah. one of the two. So also write to the people running Disney Plus, like because they'll listen to us, um, <laughs> and tell them, hey, this is a Disney movie. Put it on here. We want to watch it. If they can put- what, if they cared about our opinion, Pepperan would be on there already. <gasps> Shit, yes, fuck, and we wouldn't have to pay an extra thirty dollars for Mulan when it comes out. I'm still mad about it. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna yeah. do it. <laughs> no, you're not getting more of my fucking money, Disney. No.
1: Also, I mean, you don't, yeah, also don't cut me off because I am addicted
0: to your movies. Loki. <laughs> yeah, <Low key>. yeah <laughs> I'm an real. addict. <laughs> for real. My daughter needs it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I need it. Well, actually, <laughs> I forgot what point I was making. Yeah, write to the people at Disney and say, "Hey, put this on Disney Plus." What are you doing with your lives? They can put Thor: Dark World on there. They could put Midnight Madness on there. <laughs> right. Um. So, you know, we see a lot of Los Angeles in the movie. Uh, I don't know if, like, half the places there are real. I don't know if there's an actual PBR brewery. I'm sure there is. You think so? I'm sure. That's one place where they end up. Sorry. Spoiler. Yeah. (laughs) Leon set up a base of operations at Hollywood Tower to track team's progress which is funny because nowadays you don't need to have them on gps or have everybody have their gps on their phones and you'd like track them that way somehow but the the gps system for this movie was nice 1979 you would get to a location after you figure out your clue Mm -hmm. um and call in and they had this like they called it a strategy board That lit up and they had, it it was magnetic somehow. Yes. And they had little cutouts of all the vehicles. Mm -hmm. Somehow everyone had to submit a picture of their vehicle, I'm guessing. And how did they do that? Especially with Harold's car. This is movie movie magic that we're not supposed to think about. And they would just like, when they'd have light up a little thing for the observatory and they would move their little car there. And she'd say, Leon, the red team just made it to the observatory. That's, That's sunshine. Yeah, funny enough, Sunshine's the blonde and Candy is the brunette slash redhead. Maybe no, nah, she's brunette. I was gonna say I thought so. Yeah, but she might have like a, a she has like a kind of, of like a, t- a hint of ginger, Jen but like it has a little bit of a red tint sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, that had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> so that's how they're tracking everyone and keeping track of everybody. And you know, Harold's got his way of cheating. So he's like, we're gonna be done in like an hour going back going back so also with way of like people knowing who's where is that there would be people at the location that leon would have there Mm -hmm. and those people would call in for the teams i only saw that once at the end well at lax oh yes no yeah you're right if he had somebody there involved they would call in and say that people were there But there were only a couple of the places I think that people were involved in the actual game. Yeah. The game. You just lost. lost. All right. Anyhow, anyhow, going back to what you were saying about Harold and his cheating ways. Oh, Harold and his cheating ways. He figures they're going to finish things up in about an hour because we got this. We're cheating. We're the bad guys. Mm. We have to talk about Harold's van. The van is the van is the best part of the entire movie. I've wanted one since we first saw this back in 2000 or something. Yeah, I, I mean we saw it like a, a similar kind of comparison to it now mm-hmm. would be the brothers van from Onward. Have you seen Onward? Not yet. I've been told it'll make me cry. Another Disney flick. It'll definitely make you cry. I cried everything though, so it's okay. I'm used to it. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't watch it. <laughs> No, I'm, I'll probably watch it. It's okay. I can, I can handle it. I cry. I literally cry at everything. Yeah. I mean, it, cut, it cuts. Yeah. Like, first couple minutes, it it cuts. Anyhow. So, <laughs> it, to me, it's kind of comparable to one of the Brothers like, van. those, big vans. From, yeah, from Not onward. an Astro van. Astro van? I don't know. It's one of those big vans that, like, you could live in back in the day. A shagging wagon. But, yeah. Yeah. Very much so. So, it's a big van. And when he introduced it, he's like, it's got a turbocharged engine. Observation bubble. That's us. It's all I've ever wanted in a vehicle. It's a step up from a sunroof, honestly. Yes, because you can look through it and still be protected mm-hmm. to observe your surroundings above, above the roof of the car. Yes, you know, because there's a dome on top of it. So, like, you just stick your head up there good to go it's it's amazing that's it's gotta be a clearance issue though probably for sure <laughs> but it's all i've ever wanted i've always wanted a van like that and i never actually sought one out because i just i just bought a car i don't know <laughs> so
1: know, that that's where our names come from because
0: i flipped over this van and said i want an observation bubble and that's what stuck with us over the year Thus, we have the name of observation our podcast bubble. yes Here we are. Mm -hmm. I mean, so as shitty as a lot of the characters on the blue team are, they were very influential on us. They really were. They had an impact. Some of Our least favorite and favorite character are on the blue team. On the blue team. The namesake of our podcast is from the blue team. Some of the best lines, the most memorable lines that are nonsensical, honestly, (laughs) are from our favorite character who was on the blue team. Barf. Barf. Yes. So... Honestly, the blue team. And you know what? I'm the person who never really enjoys the good, the guys. good guys. Yeah, We just talked about this about another show. If there's a main character. You <laughs> what does it say about me as a woman? That uh, there are a lot of female main characters out there that I don't like. I think I don't like well, I feel the like, way they're written. Yeah. The trope of the female main character yeah. is very specific in one way of what a woman should be. My best example of a main female character that I hate is Elena from Vampire Diaries. I barely watched the show, but I watched it enough to hate Elena. I mean, just got to help her out. You know, she she's not exactly weak, but she's not strong. Influential has to have people help her make up her mind. No, thank you. Not my jam. Give me what's her name? Burl? Burl. Give me Burl any day. (laughs) Okay. So I want to talk about... I'm going to go with famous faces. Okay. Notably, Michael J. Fox. Yes. Okay, we know that. David Naughton. Not... Not. Not. (laughs) David Naughton. Not someone... (laughs) Not someone maybe we would know as well, but people when this came out might recognize him he was doing an ad campaign with dr pepper he was known as the i'm a pepper guy he was the dr pepper guy and then there was very strategically placed dr pepper in one of the scenes in there the movie was. because now thinking about it yes because he's the dr pepper been, guy that makes so much sense now yeah i'm like <laughs> plug whenever i was watching it but because that's what he was because he for. is dr pepper man okay okay we before about a little sweet Yes. He's not the sweet one. I prefer a little sweet, if we're going to be totally honest. Yeah. Um, Eddie Dizine, we talked about. Eugene from Greece. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, John Fielder. You might not know him by name. He was the voice of Piglet. Yes. yes. I didn't know him by name. You'll know him when you hear him. Yes. You'll you say, know- <laughs> oh, shit, that's Piglet. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, here's another one. I don't know if you picked up on this. I was. Okay. Well, before I get to that, Paul Rubens. That's Pee-wee Herman. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's he's in a later scene. And my note says, when Pee-wee Herman is the voice of reason in your movie, I'm not sure what to think. That is a very astute note. Oh, thank you. Yes. I try. <laughs> <laughs> but seeing Pee-wee Herman in this movie, like, it really got me thinking, how old is Pee-wee Herman? Because I genuinely, I didn't think that he was old enough to star in, or not star in, but mm-hmm. to be in this movie. In the the same age as what What he was being in, like, Pee-Wee's Playhouse. Maybe he just didn't age.
1: Yeah, he looks the exact same.
0: Yeah. So my last famous face, and I don't know if you picked up on this, I didn't consciously... um, Who you got? Dirk Blocker Blalack. His character's name is Blalack. My mom did. She She said, said, oh, "Oh, that's Don 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 Blocker's, or Don... Toss's son. Yes. Yes. But he's in a TV show that we both like. Yeah. You know. What? He, he looks, looks so, familiar. so familiar. He's Hitchcock. He's Hitchcock. Hitchcock, Hitchcock and Scully. Hitchcock, Hitchcock, Hitchcock. Scully. B 99 Oh my! <laughs> oh! oh no! I see it now. <laughs> oh my brain Oh all sick. Oh.
1: Oh, I was really hoping you didn't realize
0: that, so we could have this moment. That was great. (laughs) That was awesome. Look how much you blew it up there. I really (laughs) did. Wow. Yep. Okay. Okay. I saw I saw his picture on IMDb. I was like, oh shit. The (laughs) whole time that I'm watching this movie and I see that character Blaylock, Mm -hmm. I'm like, mother. I'm like, fuck. You look familiar to me. (laughs) You look so. Because forty years from now. Yes, he's Hitchcock! <laughs> ah! 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 <laughs> Mind blown. She needs a moment. <laughs> yes! Okay, so another note I made. Note? Note I made. Is, uh... Okay, so this was made in 1979. Came out in 1980. The height of cheesy camp. Disney movies. I mean, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. And it is. It's cheesy and it's got moments where you're like, oh, come on. Yeah, those unbelievable moments. Yeah. So my note was, if you watch this with like a literalist you're going to have a bad time. Oh, for sure. You're going to have a terrible time. You have those friends who have to talk back to everything you're watching. Like, why would you do this? Why wouldn't mm-hmm. you just leave the room? If they're throwing tomatoes at you, why wouldn't you just run away right. instead of hiding behind your folding chairs? <laughs> Actual moment from the movie. Yes. And if you're going to watch it with them, like tell them to hold everything in or just don't watch it with them. Cause you're going to have a bad time. It's, Oh, oh! She had a revelation. I just had an epiphany. Okay, Tiffany so, had an epiphany. Uh, Tiffany had an epiphany. Yes, time for Tiffany's <laughs> epiphany. So, flinch. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. His character, the beginning of the movie, he's mm-hmm. scared of everything. Yes. He, right. Like he flinches. He flinches things. away from everything. Mm-hmm. Now he had a turning point in the movie. Yes. Whenever he took the tuxedo jacket off, threw it on the ground, he had a whole last moment. A whole last moment. Wit. And stood in front of a car coming towards him. And he did not flinch. Boom. Damn. Character development. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. It just No, that's perfect. (laughs) So I also made a note. Maybe I mentioned this already. I know they've all come up by now, except maybe one. Memorable names. Yes. Because... You know, you have Adam and Laura and... Basic names. Um, what's Adam's little brother's name? Scott. Scott. Scott! I can hear Laura yelling it in my Scott! head. Scott! Oh, Laura. Laura got on my nerves. She's another main yeah. female character that got on my nerves. Well, also along with like the Adam and Laura thing, every time they looked at each other, it'd be the... The little... The violins in the background. Doo <laughs> doo. stare at each other lovingly and <laughs> nothing happens. Right. It was the worst... So, um, memorable names in the movie. Like, maybe they were just trying to be creative or they couldn't think of actual human names. (laughs) So, we have Barf, which we've talked about. Flinch, we've Mm -hmm. talked about. Candy and Sunshine. Mm -hmm. There is a character on the blue team named Blade. I think we've talked about him. Yes. And then there's Armpit. Armpit. On the green team with the jocks. Yes. All the other jocks... Like, if you're going to give one jock a nickname, give them all nicknames. They've got uh, Levitis and Blalak, and then you've got Armpit. Yeah. And I want to think but there's also Gerber. Gerber and Kudzu. Kudzu. Yeah. I think it's Kudzu. Something like that. It's like, what? Your other guys, you didn't even... You made them debater one, two, and three. Why did we have to name the other jocks? Why couldn't... If we could name all the jocks, mm-hmm. why couldn't we name the debaters? I mean, because honestly... Why couldn't they all have... Like, why couldn't there have been, like, armpit, buffalo, <laughs> shit shoe? I don't know. Right. Why couldn't they all have names, funny names? Like, Blalack should have been armpit in my mind. Because he was... He was the one... Up to mischief. Yeah. I mean, he, he was he, doing this He was rocking around in, like, his short shorts and his... Plaid. <laughs> yeah, his plaid short shorts and his and his crop top. Yeah. Like, he definitely should have been an armpit. He should have had a funny name besides just Blalack, yeah. I think. Except, I'm assuming it's his last name. Probably. Like, could be a first name. I don't know. I just thought... That was just a note I made, was that why didn't all the jocks have funny nicknames? Mm-hmm mine weren't that funny but that i made up for them <laughs> buffalo and chit and i mean whatever works tank T- tank <laughs> i said tank but whatever whatever works for the football team in this movie there are a bunch of stereotypes and there's a bunch of characters who are not necessarily my favorite but they're also a it's also an endearing movie mm-hmm. in the end like, honest, would I watch it again? For sure. This past week, I've watched it twice. Oh, for sure I'd watch it again. <laughs> I watch it at least two or three times a year. Well, you loaned me your movie. Yeah. And then paid $3.99 to watch it while I had it. Wow. Way to out me. Yes, I did. I was going to watch it on YouTube, but the, co- the copy on there is not very quality. So, <laughs> I wanted to watch it. Yeah, I mean, no shade, no shade. I, I was going to watch it here, but... I didn't... Things didn't line up. Yeah. So, I... It's... It is. It's... My parents... I don't know where they found it. I don't know, like, if my dad bought it on Amazon or if they found it, like, in a dollar bin at Walmart. I don't remember how we ended up with the DVD. But they introduced it to my brother and I and said, we watched this on cable when like a million years ago when they were first married. Mm -hmm. So either while they were still in college or directly after. And they're like, we really liked it. And they probably had, probably had no idea that we would like it as much as we did. Right. They've shown us a bunch of movies and not counted on the fact that we would like them. And my brother would adopt them then as his movie and the DVD would disappear into his room (laughs) and we'd never see it again. Yes. Um, This is one of those. They didn't expect us. I don't think they expected us to like it as much as we did. And then I had to show it to Tiffany. And Mm -hmm. now Tiffany showed it to her parents. I've shown it to other friends. Who my mom had already seen it. Can't believe it. Blew my mind. For real. Blew my mind. Like, as soon as the movie started, my mom's like, I've seen this. <laughs> like, it, it, she pulled it out from somewhere deep down, you know? Maybe more people than we think have seen it, but I know I've talked to, like, my boss about it. He mm-hmm. hadn't seen it, hadn't heard of it. I was like, no. My dad hadn't seen it. It's Michael J. Fox's first movie. That's how I signed it. I, I Right. Spin it to everybody. Like, Michael J. Fox's first movie. <laughs> it was before Teen Wolf, before Back to the Future, before everything. Right. Um. Before that show that he was in. Yeah, that one. I don't know. Family Ties. Was it? I think. Let's go for Michael see. Where are you at? He was on The Good Wife TV series, TV movie, TV series, Midnight Madness. Um, Oh, he was on Trapper John MD? What? Poison Ivy. Family Ties, yes. Okay. I didn't see it on there, but it's there. (laughs) So, yeah, this is. Never watched it. Yeah, this is one of Michael J. Fox's first his first acting feature film is what they keep saying okay but but even before that i mean it's one of his first acting gigs in general Yeah, Uh, yeah yeah, so before family ties before he was michael p keaton he played bratty little scott yeah in midnight madness he was just misunderstood great at video games and just wanted his brother's attention just yes i mean parents out of town the one person that you have is your brother forgot his birthday yes Spoiler alert! Forgot his birthday. Forgot his birthday, bastard. Yeah, honestly. And Adam didn't even realize it the whole movie until he was told. Yep. About Laura. Laura. <laughs> <laughs> the IMDb rating on this movie is a six point four out of what I'm I'm assuming is ten. Ten. Yes. Yeah. Um, personally, I would say my rating is. An eleven out of ten. <laughs> She's turning it all the way up. <laughs> yeah. Mine goes up to eleven. Right. So but not because it's ten. Anyway. <laughs> I I just love this. It's nostalgic for me with my own family and mm-hmm. it's fun. It's a movie I could show my nieces and nephews. Yes. Um, and not have to worry about there being anything weird or gross in it and having to explain something or anything right. like that. Or being a moment where I got to cover their eyes or ears. Well, the only moment that I could think of where there would be something like that is at the observation or observatory. Yeah, that's true. But <clears> even <throat> that, there's a moment where they play some, some risque kind of music and but you don't see anything bad yourself. Yeah. It's just kind of a risque kind of moment. Um, and it's kind of gross because it involves a kid looking. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that's my personal rating, Tiffany. My personal rating for this movie is probably closer to about. Don't kill me now. No, no, it's probably closer to about like seven and a half or an eight. No. Yeah. I didn't grow up with this movie. So it's not one that I have those personal attachments to like you do. Mm-hmm. now granted i still love this movie i have i've ro- oh my gosh i have watched it twice this week <laughs> i made my parents watch it this week like i would be okay with letting my daughter watch it she asked me if she could and i told her yes but then she was too busy playing video games so you know yeah she's addicted <laughs> she's four year old four years old and addicted to video games um Damn. But it's definitely one that I thoroughly enjoy. Yeah, quality of the film. Okay, I'm gonna let me amend my statement. Eleven out of ten for an emotional impact on me. Quality of the film, the filmmaking, the everything. Like for real, sitting at a solid seven point five for me. Okay, seven seven point seven five. I'm a I'm, Ooh, yes. I'm yeah, gonna go there you little, go. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Um, because it's it's cheesy. It's campy. Yes. But it's fun. Yeah. It's not the kind of cheesy candy that's totally off-putting. No, it's it's a genuinely fun movie. Yes. So, I said seven and a half to an eight. You said 7.75. I did. 7.75 is smack dab in the middle. So, I think that our rating for this movie should just be a 7.75. 7.75. Yeah. It's... it's. See, I've, I have this tendency <laughs> to not like anything that's not like a 10 out of 10. Shit. Yes. Best thing fucking <laughs> ever. Right. Um... But you can't trust things, especially movies, because ratings are subjective and shit mm-hmm. like that. So, 7.75, still still top-notch movie. Sorry. Um, I'm making noise. Still top-notch movie. It's watchable multiple times. And I... I think everybody should see it at least once. If if that's what you're into, if you're into kind of cheesy, cheesy older movies, campy, yeah, this is your this is your bag, man. It is. It's definitely <coughs> worth a watch. It could watch with the whole family. Watch with the parents. Watch see if their parents have watched it. Mm-hmm. Give it a watch at least once. It's it's super good. I agree. So seven point seven five out of ten. Solid. 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 Good movie to watch. Definitely. Over and over again. Oh, Over and over, yes. Come back next time. We're going to talk about a whole new movie that we, uh, this is Tiffany's pick. Yes, this is one in in the intro, whenever I spoke about those late night IFC movies, this is one of those. So it hits pretty close to home. <laughs> and I have not seen all of it. I've seen parts. Um. So it'll be a new one for me, too. But don't forget to reach out if you have any movie recommendations for us, a movie that you think has been undervalued by society, you think is um, wonderfully, ridiculously bad, and or you love it and no one's heard of it and you want to hear us talk about it. Hey, let us know. You send us an email at theobservationbubble at gmail.com and we'll check it out for you. Yay. She's so excited. <laughs> I am. I'm genuinely excited right now. Uh, but yeah, so thank you for listening. And Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening. And we will not see you later. Um, We'll look for you next time here in the observation bubble. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs> oh, fuck.